This episode, it's tax time. Well, it's John and Larry's favorite time of year again. Yeah. Um, so we decided. Yeah, it's from Santa. Yeah. That's right. Or Santa's. It's actually from the Grinch. Yeah. Um, but anyway, be that as it may, the handyman pros thought we'd have a discussion on making your tax season as easy as possible. Welcome to the Handyman Pros Radio Show, home improvement and maintenance tips from the pros. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Handyman Pros Radio Show, where our goal is to help save you time, money, and aggravation on your home maintenance and repair. This episode is entitled, It's Tax Time! And to help me explain, Johnny... Yep, it's tax time. <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I, I even left off the my ever cheerful co-host and old buddy because it's just yeah, it's uh, tax yeah. time. <laughs> it's tax time. Yeah, it's tax time. Well, we we uh, we want to put out all our uh, you know our legal terms. We're not giving tax advice here, uh, so don't uh, expect any of that. Uh, if you want that, you're more than welcome to contact us by email, and we will give you all of the bad advice that we can. <laughs> no, uh, but no, we I'm not going to give you any advice. Go search out a certified <laughs> CPA. All I'll do is give you resources to go look things up yourself. That's what I'll do. So, uh, you know, with that, uh, that's that's it. Johnny, any good stories from this week? Anything going on? Uh, anything good going on, you know, um, you've been busy, you've been busier than I have been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, uh, yeah. All of a sudden it's, uh, you know, it's, it, it seems like it's, uh, the cycle of toilets again, um, <laughs> wood rod. I just replaced a, you know, a windowsill and it's just, uh, you know, one, one thing after another. Now we've got a bunch of calls, um, uh, for, you know, more toilet stuff. I don't know what's going on, which is, you know, like we, like we've done shows on that or made mention of it before. It seems like every, every once in a while, you know, these cycles just start. You yeah. Know, you get one things, cycles, of, you know, yeah. hey, can you put down a, you know, flooring, then it's wallboard, you know, wallboard after wallboard, you know, yeah. then it's wood rot after wood rot. No, it's, wood rot after wood it's rot like crazy. And... It's crazy. But, uh, you know, that... the weather here is starting to, uh, it's starting to break, start. And, um, you know, I keep, you know, I, I'm going to, I've probably said this show over show, but, um, you know, I've been still working on my deck and I just want to do a little bit at a time because it's cost me a lot of money to, you know, if I had to put all new wood down on my deck all at once, um, you know, so I kind of keep picking away at it every time I go by one of the big box stores, you know, get another, get another five or six boards. <laughs> Folks, I, I've got to tell you, this is a daily occurrence. John's like, I'm at Home Depot. I'm buying deck boards. I'm like, <laughs> every yeah. day? He's like, yeah. yeah, pretty much. You know, so now I'm up to, I think, uh, I think I've think i replaced about 30 of them. And uh, it's, just, it's just, you know, every time I look down, I'm like, man, that, that thing's got to go. <laughs> Boy, you know, after all these years. But anyways, you know, you do what you, you, do what you can and try to fit in between, uh, between jobs. So, so you know, this... I, I wanted, I wanted to mention one thing while you brought it up that you, you swapped out that windowsill. Would you relate your experience with that windowsill mostly about the particular, um, uh, material that you used and the cost of that material compared to the, uh, the options, if you would? Oh <clears throat> yeah. Um, so I was in uh, I, I, just to buy all new windowsill material. Now you know today they come they come as a two piece. Uh, one is kind of the sill and then the nose, the and nose, uh, you right. can get it you know either uh, as uh, finger jointed and primed pine uh, or uh, PVC. Well, you know you think that the PVC would be a lot more expensive than the 
than the pine. And that, that to me was not the case when I went in. It actually, I think it was for seven feet of the PVC. I think it was, uh, just the sill itself was $40. And I think the nose was like, like, um, 17 or $18, uh, for the, for seven feet of it for the pine. I think it was like $50, uh, and for the nose of the pine, I think it was like, uh, t I want to say like the very closest, like $19, something like that. I was shocked. I was surprised. I don't know anybody, yeah. anybody out there in the audience, you know, give us a, you know, send, drop us a line or something, or, you know, get on our Facebook and just discuss this. Cause, uh, I, I didn't know if I was seeing things or what, <laughs> you know, I, but, uh, you know, why not go with the PVC and you're, you're, you know, once and done, right. You're, you're just right. done with it. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Cause you and I discussed that and you didn't even know that they made PVC sills. And then I, you know, I, I, I knew they did cause I've, I've done it with PVC and I, t and I told you, I said, you know, I think you'll, as you remember, I told you, I said, it's going to be expensive and you're going to have to buy seven or eight feet of it. You know, you, you got to buy yeah. a whole stick. It is what it is. In, you know, it's funny. <clears throat> it comes in, it comes in seven foot, not eight foot. Now, yeah, you I know. know, because probably the windows, the way windows are, but you know, my windows in my house are, are, our different sizes and widths and everything. So I don't, I don't know where they came up with the seven feet. I guess I'll have to do some of that calculation. Don't um, know. Don't care, but yeah. that's what it comes in. Yeah. And, it's and kinda... the, the shocker was when you were actually, you were actually in the big box store when you called me on that one. And I was shocked that the pine was more. And then it did get to the point of like, why would you do pine right. on a windowsill then? Because yeah. that it's always so, prone to rot. Uh, so here's it's the bottom, right? It's yeah. the bottom. Yeah, so here's what I think is I think is happening here is that uh, the pine, um, you know, I, I think you can cut that, and it's charged by the by the foot. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so but sense. if you need if you apples to apples, seven feet to seven feet, it was more expensive. It was more expensive. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so I just I just wanted you to bring that up. Yeah. Let's get on yeah. get on our talk. We were going to talk about tax making the tax season. Yeah go easier but i just wanted people to hear that because it's if you ever contemplated it, it's not a it's, it's not a simple job but it's not a hard job and at the same time but you definitely definitely think use pvc when you're going to that bottom piece and it's and now it's less expensive on a per per foot basis so Anyways, why wouldn't you larry it's it tax time baby it's tax time johnny <laughs> it's tax time yes oh god and, uh, it is it is one of my most unfavorite times of the year because in all the years of being in business you know what i hate the most about tax time besides having to pay the you know pay the taxes is actually just doing the work to get like it it's to me it's the most unproductive thing i do all year i have to actually work to pay money that just is Johnny, we're doing a show on the bug list. I think that's going to make my bug list. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so let me let me start out by saying, um, you know, I, we've had shows in the we've had shows in the past on uh, you know accounting systems, and uh, one of you know the benefit to the accounting system there's many right, but to keep you organized, and. Um, also, make it very easy at tax time to pull all your numbers together for your accountant, okay, or your, you know your CPA, or if you're doing things yourself on uh, you know software or whatever. Um, I just find it at, at this point uh, in my life, <laughs> I find it easier to hire somebody to help me do my taxes than to to go through and spend a lot of time doing them uh, doing them myself. However. Uh, you know, the point of the show is just how to make things, uh, you know, easier. Uh, so, 
um, Larry, before the show, we were talking about, um, you know, pulling numbers together and, you know, being, yep. uh, being able to, to do, uh, to take all the data out and, uh, and get organized. And surprisingly, when I did that, it didn't take me very long to do it. Um, no, and, because and, you're using a good program and, and we're using, yeah, we're using some good, some good software. And, and, uh, that, that gives me the ability to, to take those numbers, pull them together and then to give that to uh my my cpa right so there's a couple things i just want to pull out here number one both you and i use a tax professional right so Correct. we i use i use a, i have an accountant that yep. does more he gives me advice on more than just taxes but we actually manage the tax load to a degree we manage the tax load as best we can because Folks, if you haven't gotten sideways on your taxes, meaning you basically either you, you make too much money or you purchase things the wrong way, mostly capital equipment, um, sometimes it can really burn you. And, and I don't want to get we're not going to give tax advice, but you need to have a good tax professional. Uh, agreed. And think, uh, yeah. Uh, and, and a couple of the things on that are just, you know, you, you might have to interview a bunch of people. It's basically like hiring somebody. So there's a million pounds of resources out there and, um, you know, go online and look up. There's a great one, a guy called the wealthy accountant. He's out of Wisconsin. And the only reason that I mention him is, is he's somebody that if you run a small business, he really understands the small business thing. And what you're trying to find, you, if you listen, he does podcasts, he does blogs, he does a lot of great information, but what you're trying to find there is when you go to interview somebody, you want to have a few points to check off off about how he, you know, like if you listen to him, you'll understand why you need somebody like him, you know, so then blah, blah, blah. Yeah. One of the, one of the other things, John, we talked about an accountant or a tax professional is supposed to do what for you? Well, you know, the, I'll, I'll tell you what I use them, I, you know, use them for, um, is to, is to keep me straight, you know, from, from the perspective of, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to slide by on any of my taxes or anything, but you know, I want to keep everything above board and, and be able to, uh, not miss, not miss anything, any deductions and not, and not, uh, you know, um, shall we say, you know, uh, inadvertently miss paying taxes on something. Yes. So, um, you know that keeps you out of uh, it, it keeps you in the best uh, of both worlds. You know, keep you out of hot water and also be able to you know uh, adjust your taxes accordingly for deductions. Are tax professionals expensive? They can be, <laughs> but but they, uh, they but but the, but the deal is is that um, you know it's the for me it's the return that I get. Right. So for every dollar you spend, you expect to get. $1 plus out of your tax professional. Uh, yes. Uh, as well as, um, you know, in some intangibles like, uh, you know, re- reduce headaches. Yeah. Peace of mind. Peace for of sure. mind. And, and, and also it gives me back a lot of time. Yes. So uh, yes. Uh, just for everybody out there, if you're just starting off in, in business or whatever, and, or, uh, you know, not even in business, you might be doing your own taxes on uh, TurboTax or what have you. Um, you know, it's great if you're, if it's, if you're simplified, uh, you know, Hey, you can get away with that. But, uh, you know, I found that as I got a little bit more complex that I was spending a lot of time doing it and it became such a headache, um, and time consuming that, um, I, I, um, have no problem paying for the service. 
Yeah, Does basically, it's, it's kind of it's kind of an allocation of time, right? So you know, you do your job, they do their job, right? I mean, if you're if you if you're making whatever you're making per hour, <clears throat> pay them whatever because they do what they do, and you can probably make more doing your job than you can for what you pay them for the amount of time it takes you. Plus, there's always that that um, that uncertainty factor like the tax code's 13,000 pages i mean well, it's immense it, it, there's and, no way you can know it all yes and, and it, therein lies <laughs> another thing and that is you um you know you brought up uh you know just interviewing people uh mm -hmm. it's kind of like an interview and you really do need to have some kind of a rapport with these people if you if you yes. can find a good one a lot yes. of them yeah but um you know they'll they'll run it they're kind of your your computer right you hand them a shoebox full of receipts and whatever <laughs> else and then they they do everything but it is nice to have uh, a sounding board uh and be able to say hey i'm about to buy a uh, a new truck a trailer yep. uh you know some yep. capital for you know whatever how should i do this uh you know any tips on that um yeah, you know, all those it's, kind of things, and they also, like you just alluded to, is that um, you know, hey, it, it's the, the tax code is really um, complex, and it changes, and it all changes, the time. and they yeah. know, you know, right off the cusp because they're dealing with all kinds of other things. I mean, they live this stuff. I yeah. don't, yep. I don't want right. to. I hate right. pushing numbers around. I'm a sales guy, and and uh, the the last thing salespeople like to do is paperwork and i'll tell you that right now if you like to do right paperwork, there with you you're buddy. not a salesperson <laughs> that's exactly right so, so yeah so so get a good one and, and do understand they're a they're a valuable member of your team we use our tax professional the most probably in late summer and early early fall because we're we're actually preparing we're looking at our we're looking at our year to that point and figuring out what we need to do to basically do some planning and things like that. So it's kind of it's kind of one of those funny things. It's like if we need to buy a piece of capital equipment because A, we need it, and B, we can take some tax advantage of it, we're looking at it at that time of year. Now there's a certain amount of planning that we can't do because of things break and stuff like that. But anyway, we do a tax planning sessions throughout the year. And so it's really, really important. When you get into business, if you're in business for yourself, you know, this isn't just a W-2 person if you're a w-2 and you have a pretty simple return use a turbo tax or whatever but when you start getting into business and dealing with a lot of different stuff then it gets really complicated and as john just said it takes way too much time it's really not worth it so anyway i'll tell you the other thing that simplified things for 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 us personally is um you know we don't have anybody that works for us right yep. so, so that makes things simple so some of you folks out there that have bigger businesses than larry and i that have you know you might be hiring people. I'm sure that you're you know going through a an accountant. Uh, if you're not, you need to be because exactly uh, don't don't hire anybody without having a tax professional and a lawyer online. That's just my opinion, but I, trust me, you can get yourself uh, anybody that I know that's really gotten in pro, into problems with the with the government taxation agencies has gotten in trouble. The, the biggest one is the labor department because they fail to pay, pay the social security yes. and all the other stuff. Yes. And oh my God, and they 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 just eat you up. I mean, they and they can. And they do. And I mean, I have a very good friend who years, this is back when we were in our 20s. I learned my lesson from him. I mean, they were going to take his house. I mean, it yeah. was bad, you know, and yeah. it was just because he was just managing cash and he wasn't really paying attention. And he sort of it, it's a long story anyway. But it, it was bad. Anyway, with that, let's move on. So that so the other thing now, a good tax professional is going to tell you to have a good software program. 
you know, we use Wave. It works great for what you and I do. If we had a more complicated business, we'd probably have to do something else. There's plenty of spreadsheet opportunities. There's all kinds of things. But have a good program. Have an idea of how you want to do it. And my thing about good programs has to do with coding, meaning how many categories do you have for the various aspects of your of your business life. And this goes for your home as well. You know, like like your home is a business, right? John, do you agree with that? Yes. Yes. And I was just going to say, you know, along those lines is, you know, you're talking about like the chart of accounts, but the, um, you know, wave, the, 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 the program that Larry and I use is just, it, it's a, it's a very comprehensive program for little guys. I mean, it's, it's, and it's easy to use. Yes. Um, so I find myself, you know, when you talk about coding, you know, I find myself, you know, if I'm, if I'm at a, you know, a gas station or, a, you know, getting maintenance on my car or what have you, um, I can just immediately on my phone, just write down, you know, in that, in that software, what, what just transpired and how much it was and, and, and categorize it. Yep. And you're done. Yep. And you're done. And then it and then it comes up, you know, at the end of, at this time of year. And I and I tell you this because I actually just did my got all my information together to give to my tax professional. And one of the things that I always look at, I print off a report of the, the cash flow statement, basically, you know, income versus expense. And then I always look at the expenses because I want to see what was what was what's what's coded. Right. So I had something like not that the number matters, but about $2,000 of uncategorized expenses. Well, I knew in advance that if I handed my accountant $2,000 in uncategorized expenses, he was going to send say, it back to You're going to say, what the hell me. was that? <laughs> exactly. He's going to say, what the hell was that? So what I did is, is, is then I just went in and opened up each of those things. <clears throat> and what I found out is that I that it wasn't that Wave Wave will automatically categorize things as an uncategorized expense if it doesn't recognize it, right? <clears throat> so that's what it had done. It had put a bunch of things basically into this uncategorized. And so I just went through, and it wasn't that many. The beauty of it is it wasn't that many items. It took me probably 30 minutes to fix you know, the $2,000. And we went from $2,000 and uncategorized to zero and uncategorized because everything had a place yeah. to be. You know, there was <laughs> like, like, for example... Almost all of my Home Depot stuff gets put put under parts and materials because I don't buy anything at Home Depot other than parts and materials, right? right? Well, for whatever reason, it had pulled a couple of Home Depots and put them under, I can't remember, it doesn't matter, some, oh, it, unca- it put them in uncategorized. Well, so that was an easy change, parts and materials. You know, and anyway, I went down through the, I, I went down item th- item by item and, and did that. And usually I do that on a monthly basis. These were actually from way early in last year. So anyway, long story short, having a good program and the coding of coding things properly, get with your tax professional. Each business is a little bit different, you know? And so like when I ran the vending company, we had a lot of data. We did a lot of data mining. We really wanted to know exactly what was selling and where, but in this business for me now, I don't, I keep it relatively broad. I mean, I do break out labor versus, um, uh, versus materials. And I actually break my labor down into three categories, but that's, I don't know why I do that. Mostly just so I know, like, am I doing daily rate, job rate, or hourly rate? That's how I break my categories right, down. Right. But that's I, all I do the coding. I do the same thing, and and it's easy yeah. to it's easy to take, you know, for this, you know, if if you guys are spreadsheet guys, you know, too, is you know, you can dump this stuff into a spreadsheet and then you yep. know, yep. Uh, you know, slice and dice to your heart's uh, content. Um, I will tell you another thing. Um, if you don't sign, you know, it, 
you guys out there should sign up for the pro accounts at um at uh, at the big box like a home oh, depot 100%. or lowe's yeah 100%. and um you know all your all your receipts and everything are stashed in their in their program and they also email all the receipts to you yep and over the over the year i went back through and just dumped you know just looked at all my receipts at from home depot yep you know and you can you know put it job codes and stuff for your you know for your jobs you know whoever they are whatever and it's a way to 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 uh to help Double you check. slice slice yeah. and dice those things up as well so you can start to reconcile between you know your books and what you that here's the receipts and it's all electronic okay so you don't have to have a whole shoebox filled with stuff you know yeah but johnny i like my shoebox i know you do I mean, I, weird. I, I, like every year I, ha- I, ha- I have all my receipts. I just, you know, anyway, long, long story short. So th- w- just one other quick thing on the pro accounts, right? Folks, if you're not a member of a pro account, th- the, different, the different big box stores have different programs. But most of them actually, if you're in a, in a particular store every time, you can get a pro representative. And I found in Lowe's in particular is one of my more favorites. They will match just about anybody in pricing along with the normal pricing that they give you. They give you a price discount for being a member in the pro accounts you know for all the things or not all but for most of the things that you buy but if you're ever doing like like i just had dry i just got drywall uh, a lot of drywall done and it was delivered okay because larry's not moving you know yeah a, a <laughs> wad a whole house worth of uh, drywall well i had gotten a couple of quotes you know and and my lowe's representative actually matched the quotes and and she waived the delivery fee i was like whoa that's like Hoorah, you know, and so I, I mean, you, there's advantages to doing it. So anyway, there, you go. there you go. And, you know, that, so that's saving you money as well. Right. You know, and, just, and so, you know, this this uh, this show, you know, I hope you folks, you know, your takeaway here is just to stay organized. And here's the way you can do it, you know, electronically. Yeah. And I, I love it because now I don't have to have all this stuff hanging all over me and just I can go in and just one or two places and pull it all together and, and pull it all together. So one other thing that you wanted to bring this up and I, and, but we're going to talk about, this is mileage, right? Cause mileage is huge at tax time, particularly like recently it's getting good. So John and I do it different ways. My vehicle is a, basically it's, it's about a hundred percent use for business. I mean, it's 99.8% business use. And every once in a while I'm, I, drive it you know for other reasons but it's pretty rare so i mean really rare like the wife is not yeah. like oh hey let's take the you know right. the van out for dinner you know no that never. you happened. guys don't don't take that out to like denny's <laughs> no. <laughs> no. take her out for a big dinner at denny's <laughs> <In that truck. laughs> she's the throwing Waffle daggers House. at you right now johnny <laughs> daggers i'm telling you anyway <laughs> be be that as it may mine's 100 percent. so my ability to keep my my mileage records is really quite simple i just keep i i write my mileage down i get a gas receipt every time and i write the mileage on every receipt that i get i do that for a couple of reasons one is at tax time all i have to go back and is and look at is the first receipt for the year and i've got my mileage because i'm always buying gas usually within a day or two of the you know of the first of the year and if i'm off a few miles it costs me a couple of bucks but whatever that's my my problem so i i always keep and and i also mark it in my notes that i write you know on the first of the year i write down my mileage and i put it in my notes and then the last day of the year i take my mileage again and then i just take a a, a nominal amount out for about 1% out cuz i drive my vehicle full time that's as simple as it gets you, on the other hand, you drive your vehicle for for both personal and 
uh, business work. So tell us how you do it, Johnny, because mine's really simple. Yeah. So, you know, I, I can't, I don't know the percentage breakout. It doesn't, doesn't really matter. Um, but you know, I've come to, you know, use a, so I've come to use a program, um, that I've, uh, that I've got, uh, on my, on my iPhone and, um, it just, it just automatically tracks my mileage. So no matter where I go, it comes up with a little map on each, each segment of the trip of of where I've been, where I went, where where I've been, you know, um, and the amount of of the mileage. That way, I don't even have to worry about it. And then at the end, you know, like every every once in a while, I'll I'll go in, and then you can you can swipe one to the right. It's it's uh, business. To the left, it's personal. And yep. that's the way I keep it. So then I can just dump out all my business mileage in, into a into like Excel, add it all up give it to my give it to my accountant yeah yeah and you're and, and you're done and it's it's a, it's a nice automatic way of of tracking your mileage without you know saying oh damn i forgot to you know write down you know where i went today uh so if you guys are in the same boat as i am and your, your vehicle is being used and even if your vehicle isn't be even if it isn't your main vehicle you might use a, a nicer vehicle to go visit you know uh potential customers you know just to right. do quotes and that's a business and, and that's a business expense. So, you know, you may want to just, you know, uh, look into these, these, these kind of things. And I will tell you, you know, it's funny, Larry, you say that, you know, on your receipts and stuff, I, I, I actually do record my, my fuel stuff, but I also make notes, not that I take my fuel and my mileage at the same time. You can't do that, but I, but it's like, I, I, um, you know, I, I do make an entry in, in wave into our accounting system with my notes you know, a transaction in there, and I'll, I'll flash the receipt. Yep. Just, just for me, just to know where, you know, what I, how much it was, so that I can track how much I used in gasoline. Yep. Yep. For that, I, I, I write it down on the thing because every once in a while I just pull the mileage. I want to see where, you know, what kind of mileage I'm done. Because being coming out of that medium and heavy duty truck business when I did this for years ago, one indication that your vehicle is having problems is if your mileage drops even by small percentages. So that, so I do it for maintenance reasons. Morally, I want to just see that I'm yep. holding, you know, I'm holding in a particular range of, of, you know, about. Unfortunately, it's about thirteen and a half miles per gallon, you know, and. And if I'm low, if I'm significantly, if I'm, if I'm in the twelves, I better be towing my trailer is what yeah. it boils down to. Yeah. If I'm not towing my trailer, then I'm, I'm like, uh, what's going on? Yeah, so that's the reason yeah. I keep it. You know, I yep. just want to kind of have yep. an idea of, of my mileage, you know, of what my actual get miles per gallon is. Cause it's an indication that there could be potentially could be something wrong with the vehicle. So that's why I keep it along for tax reasons. But, you know, and plus it's just the way I am. You know, I just like sometimes I like to have that. So I like to have access to it. It doesn't mean I use it. I just like to. So one thing we were talking about, we were talking about tax professionals and this comes in with mileage. And and, and the reason that you need a good tax professional, we had talked a little bit about this, but but a lot of this has to do with policy changes. Right. And we're talking about mileage. And, John, you just looked it up. So I think it was is it 2023? Two that the mileage is 58 cents a mile 58.5 yes that's what i saw and then yeah and then it's going to what 65 in this year 2023 yeah so in six so folks that's a lot of money yeah it's a that's a lot of money you know the programs that you might be using the turbo taxes and stuff will t- obviously take that into account but you maybe. do need you do maybe 
Well, no, they do. But you you yeah. need to but you need to understand, you know, the the policy changes and that's just one that really can make a a huge impact. Um so, you know, once again, it's great to be able to it's great to be able to talk to, you know, if you've got a CPA and and you know, be able to talk to these folks. Yeah, and get and get and get some tax planning cuz you always need, you know, you do you, you do have to plan your taxes, you know. I mean, I hate to say that, but it a lot of it is just, you know, especially we're in the tool business, you know, right? I mean, we're in the tool business, right, John? Yep. And you know, our tools break. I hate to say that, but they do every once in a while. And we do have con- we have consumable tools as well, like saw blades. Um, but if you're if you're thinking about buying any major tools or any package of big tools, you know you do you kind of got to you, you need to tax you need to, to and then just at least like, tax yeah just like any anything. business you know yeah. they, they you got to plan your taxes and there's there's advantages for buying capital you know goods in, in the in the calendar year yeah during certain calendar years yep. if you've had a really good year it's time to buy some equipment right That's what it boils up to. you're either going to pay it in taxes or you can buy equipment what do you yeah. want to do it's up to you yep. you know. It's up to you. It's your call. But um, that's it. Do we have anything else on taxes, John? Is there anything else we wanted to get across? No, not, you know, I, I just wanted to, you know, I think ba- basically just, just talk about how how to make this easier on every on everybody. Um, yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, obviously, I've you know, been doing this a long time, but, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about taxes and I don't want to know it. That, yeah. That's, you know, hence this, this discussion. But, uh being able to pull all your information together is is a key aspect of uh, you know sleeping at night. <laughs> it, it that way, you know, it really is. The other the other side of it is is and this is something. So I will give one tip. One of my tips is I do I go through my books about at least once a month. Sometimes about every two weeks. Just depends how busy I've been. And that's back to like coding, like I talked about earlier, where I'm coding. I want to make sure everything's coded right, and I also want to kind of balance my accounts. But the other advantage to doing all of this stuff, particularly if you're using a good program, is it really can tell you where you are financially for the year, meaning you pull up your cash flow report. It's like, am I having a good year or a bad year? Well, I hate to guess. You know, I like to know. So it it gives you that advantage, too. There's a whole lot of reasons to do it, but that's yeah, one of them. Yeah, no, anyway. uh, yeah. I, I look at mine every every so often, you know, how am I doing? What's going on? You got to keep, you know, you really do have to keep on top of this. And it, and it just, uh, you, you know, the easier it is, um, I, I think it's just a peace of mind that, you know, you can you can get to this information quickly and, and it's accurate. So. Johnny, see, the, the big thing that Johnny has is Johnny has to figure out how he's going to write off his tools for taking apart the spaceships. <laughs> that has yeah. been the thing. Because, yeah. as you know, folks, you never just look at it. Right. You, you got to take it apart. <laughs> you got to take it apart. All right. All right. With that, if you enjoy the Handyman Pros Radio Show, please tell your friends and neighbors. We would really appreciate it. Send them a link to this craziness if you find it to, to be useful. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, send us an email, questions at handymanprosradioshow.com. If you would like to be a guest on the show, send us an email at questions at handymanprosradioshow.com. And if you would just have a category you'd like us to talk about, handymanprosradioshow.com. Send us an email. Um, with that, We will see you next week on the Handyman Pros Radio Show.